Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Have you ever wanted to invest in coaching, but you're not necessarily needing all the guidance that one-on-one coaching has, or maybe you don't even have the money to invest in one-on-one coaching? Well, guys, I'm excited to announce that I have Nourished by Nicole that is officially launched. This is my subscription coaching program where what you will receive out of this is just a little bit of guidance when it comes to your training and nutrition, but you're not getting the customized approach with one-on-one coaching. However, you're getting a lot of value for a killer rate. So what you are getting is a monthly workout split. This will have you in the gym training five times a week, and it is updated every single month. You're going to receive a welcome packet, which will teach you how to progress your workouts, track your training and nutrition, and also just how to monitor your progress. You're going to receive two macro ebooks, one that will teach you how to program your own meal plan out of your macros and just an intro to what even are macros. You'll receive a cardio guide, an app guide, and you'll be entered into a private Facebook group where you can ask me and my coach Brielle unlimited amount of questions. And you'll even have a monthly meal plan to use as a sample guide to teach you how to program your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even snacks. So guys, Nourished by Nicole, guess what the rate is? It's 25 bucks a month, okay? That's literally like five Chipotle burritos, bowls, five Starbucks coffees. I had one of my one-on-one clients saying, this is a lot of value for a very low rate, Nicole. Are you sure about this? Yes, I'm sure. Because when it comes to investing in yourself, I understand it can be scary, but I also know that it's worth it. So if you guys are needing more information on Nourished by Nicole, check out the description below. What is up, everyone, and welcome to another Macro Monday. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is reverse dieting and what should I do after the diet is over. Um, I just did an IGTV on today's topic, too, which it's kind of the trend of the week due to the fact that I am transitioning out of my competition prep and into my quote unquote off season. I like to call this an improvement season An improvement season. This is when I am putting on the muscle mass that will be revealed when I decide to step on stage again. So reverse dieting. What is it? Number one, we're going to start off today's topic by talking about the fact that reverse dieting does not mean fat loss. Always reverse dieting in essence, means taking you out of a very low caloric deficit um, and high cardiac, cardiac, high cardio output, and putting you into a place where you feel more sustainable, where you feel like you are putting on muscle, where you're not dieting, where you aren't um, pursuing fat loss directly or in a caloric deficit. So you're leveling everything out by increasing your macros and decreasing your cardio. Um, I want everybody here to ask me questions too in regards to today's topic 
And I'm just curious who has tried to do a reverse diet before. Go ahead and raise your hand here. You can go about reverse dieting in a couple ways. Um, my main thing is you have to ask yourself a couple questions. Number one, do I want to feel better faster? Let's be honest, when you're dieting uh, for a prolonged period of time, you start you start out to feel good. If you're in a competition prep, you definitely are not feeling good at the end of your prep. You're probably tired all the time. Maybe you lost your period. Your hair's dry. Skin's dry. You just aren't functioning as well. You can have some brain fog too. You guys even might be able to tell during my prep that over time, I've had brain fog. Um, I'm not going to lie. Even right now in this live, I can feel I feel a little bit of brain fog. I'm not feeling as sharp. And that is part of being in a diet. So reverse dieting, um, you can decide to go slow or go fast. I will say the faster you go, the more fat gain you're going to put on at a faster rate in comparison to a slower approach. But when you're moving slower, when you're increasing the calories at a slower rate each and every week and decreasing the cardio at a slower rate every rate, every, I'm sorry, every week, it's going to take more time for you to feel better. I think a lot of people, unfortunately, though, in their reverse diet, they aren't super happy at the fact that they might gain some fat when you you might gain some fat in a reverse diet. I will say, too, I've had clients and I've seen people respond in a different way where their body doesn't really gain fat. It just is gaining muscle and or their weight isn't changing at all in a reverse diet. You've seen a lot of these in my Transformation Tuesdays with my clients. I'm like, hey, this client was before doing an hour of cardio every day and eating 1,300 calories, and now we are at 1,800 calories a day, and she's only doing 20 minutes of cardio every day, and she's the same weight. That's a huge win, but I cannot guarantee you how you're going to respond um, to a reverse diet. Everybody is different. I will say, though, if you are going from the extreme of – um, eating 2000 calories a day and then dropping it down drastically to 1200 calories a day. Number one, that's an issue. You're probably going to hit a plateau at a very rapid rate, um, and feel very hungry and deprived. And that can lead to binging and overeating cycles and vice versa. If you're going from 1200 calories to 2000 calories, you know, that term crash dieting, I call that crash reversing. When you're trying to go from 1200 calories a day to 2000 calories a day, bad idea. Um, you are going to put on fat at a very rapid rate. And the other thing too, is when you're losing weight, let's say you are 150 pounds and you lost 20 pounds. Um, and now you're 130 pounds, your resting metabolic rate is lower. So your new caloric maintenance level is going to be lower because you are a smaller human being. So my body, when I was in my off season, I will be honest, I gained too much weight. I had an augmentation. Um, I was recovering from surgery. I was going through a very big stressful situation in my life. And that caused me, I have to plug in my laptop because it's dying. That caused me to put on weight at a rapid rate. Um, so my body at 143 pounds has a higher caloric maintenance level versus my 120 pound self. It's going to vary depending on your actual 
size as a person. So a lot of people, when they lose weight and they're at a lower, lower caloric level, they think, oh, I'll just go back to the calories I was at before I started um, my diet. Don't do that because you're going to be setting yourself up for not a good time. Um, I'm going to say hi to some people. What's up, Tiggy? I saw Kat here. Who else is here? I'm giving you guys some waves. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Hello, Kareen. I love it when my clients come on to chat. Do I only increase carbs? That's a great question. So when you are doing a reverse diet, I recommend that you focus primarily on carbohydrates and fats with the assumption that you are consuming enough protein. If you are in a physique-based sport like bodybuilding, odds are you're consuming enough protein. Um, what that looks like for me and like what I put my clients at is roughly 0.8 per pound of body weight to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. Okay. Um, I don't touch protein really. I might increase it slightly, uh, due to, you know, over time carbs are going to get pretty high. Fats are going to get pretty high. And if protein is still like pretty low, it can feel like your macros are a little uneven. And I like more of an even balance. I don't believe in like keto or like even crazy high carb, crazy low fat. I more of a balanced approach. Each macro has a has a purpose and a role in your body, and there's no need to demonize one or the other. So focus primarily on increasing your calories from carbohydrates and fats. Again, to go through macros and their caloric value, one gram of um, carbohydrates is four calories. One gram of protein is four calories per gram. And then one gram of fat is nine calories per gram. So each gram of these macronutrients provides you with calories. Calories is just an increment of energy. With that being said, clearly fats would have the most energy since they supply you with the most calories per gram. I know it's going to depend, but what, what is considered a rapid rate post-show? I would say um, when you are gaining... So for fat loss, if you are losing more than two pounds per week consistently, that's rapid fat loss. And I would say that the same rule would apply for weight gain. Um, again, though, if you are like post-show and you had a couple days where you were indulging like for two days, yeah, your weight's going to be up just due to water weight. Because again, too, when you're increasing carbohydrates, one gram of carbohydrates holds four grams of water. So if, you're, if you went from 100 grams a day to 150 grams of carbs a day, that's going to be a lot of water that your body's going to hold. If any of you are popping in in today's live too, and you have no idea what macros are or flexible dieting is, I do have a free macro ebook. I can email you. One will teach you everything about macros, what they are, um, what they supply your body with, and how to get started with tracking them. Just shoot me an email. You can find that link in my Instagram bio and say, Hey, I want that macro ebook. I have no idea what the heck you're even talking about. Let me know. I'd be happy to help. Um, but I would say the same rule would apply. You don't want to gain weight too fast. Um, and regard to like disregard fat gain, think of your heart. Your heart is going to have to adjust its systems to pump blood into your body and throughout your body. So if you're gaining like 
20 pounds in two weeks, which you guys are probably like, holy crap. I've seen it. I've seen it before. That's not healthy for your heart. That's also not healthy for your mind. So I would say stick to roughly two pounds tops per week. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Stargazer Terry says, so confused. What are you confused on? Elaborate. Okay. So the other thing with reverse dieting is I get the question, how long should I do this? It depends. If you're someone who's been dieting for a while, um, and by a while, I mean, you've been doing fat diets for three, five years, maybe 10 years of your life. You're just hopping on different fat diets over and over again. It's probably going to take you a full year of reverse dieting and holding yourself accountable and utilizing my fitness pal. I know that sucks, but that's just a harsh reality. Um, but I use the saying, you got to pay to play. Playing is the cutting. Paying is the reverse dieting because playing is fun. You know, you get to see new lines, you get to see new definition. That's the playing, but you're going to have to pay that back with a reverse diet to help heal your body and your metabolism. Your body does not like to diet. It doesn't. It's a stressor on the body. Um, that's why you have signaling like to eat more. You have signaling like cravings. Your body wants to eat. And in the land of first world probs, uh, we have abundance and it's very easy to overconsume. And we have to monitor our intake. Isn't that crazy? We used to never have to monitor our intake, but we have to monitor our intake now due to the abundance that we have. And dieting is a luxury. You have to look at that. Um, you know, prepping for competition is a luxury. You really shouldn't complain about choosing to look a certain way on stage and monitor your caloric intake for one day. That's very first world probs. And that's a choice that you're making. But I will say when you're looking at how long to reverse diet, it's going to be roughly the amount of time that you've spent dieting. So for example, I've been in prep for 28 weeks. So it should take my body roughly 28 weeks to start to fully feel back words, fully feel back to normal. That means, um, on the outside feel normal. My hormones feel normal. My hormones, I can't feel them, but I can monitor that with blood work. Um, hair improvement with like being richer and fuller, um, I never lost my period, but for women who don't have their menstrual cycle, your period can return um, with a reverse diet. So that's a good health marker as well. It's going to take time. But I look at it like, would you rather do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result? Or would you rather do something scary that makes you uncomfortable and maybe start to change? Because so many people, I'm going to put my glasses on. So many people are dieting every single year and one, expecting to look different and two, expecting to have like different shape to their body and gain muscle um, or progress, which weight loss is not always progression. Maybe it's fitting into a different outfit. Um, but if you want to gain muscle, if you're wanting to change the actual look of your body, that is not done when you diet. When you diet, you're only losing fat. You're not gaining muscle. 
I'm going to say that again. A caloric deficit, a diet, you're not gaining muscle. You're not. I don't care what sort of sexy fitness magazine told you that. Yeah, gain muscle, burn body fat, super sexy. Like, that's not happening. <laughs> In prep, I lost so much muscle and I got so weak. And that is the result of dieting and cutting my calories down very low. So I hate to hate to break it to you, but you are not, you're not gaining muscle. So if you ever want to gain muscle, if you ever want to change your shape, if you're wanting to have more balance and flexibility in your life, like having date nights and having a higher metabolism, which heads up when you're maintaining your weight and eating more food, that's a great sign that you have a fast working, strong metabolism. If that's something you want, you're going to have to reverse diet and do something different. You can't chronically diet every single year of your life. Eventually your body will give up and it will not respond anymore. That's exactly what happened to me. This prep is I have been in competition preps year after year since 2015. And, um, this year in 2019, despite how high my calorie, I'm sorry, how high my cardio got, how low my calories got, my body still was not responding. It was completely unresponsive. And that's because I didn't spend enough time paying back all the playing I did with prep. Um, I played a lot. I, pre- I prepped a lot. I was in a fat loss, fat loss phase majority of my 20s. I'm 24. Um, I started prep when I started doing competitions when I was 20. I've spent majority of my life in competition preps. So of my 20s, not my whole life. So I am going to have to pay a lot of time back building up my metabolism again. And I'm getting primed and ready to have a year and a half long reverse diet if that's what it takes to get my body to a healthy level because I'm at the point now where I'm at the moment of insanity, which insanity is doing the same exact thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I'm not doing it anymore. I want more muscle. I want a different shape to my body. And that can't be achieved through dieting. So I'm going to drop the mic now. Not literally. I'm keeping my mic up. But I want you guys to take a moment to ask me questions in regards to reverse dieting or today's topic or training and nutrition or anything related to what I'm talking about in general or anything that you're struggling with. Again, I am here to help you guys on your own fitness journey. If you don't ask questions, I am not able to fully help you. So go ahead and ask questions now. I'm going to give some people a couple more waves. Hello, Melanie. Thank you for the manicure compliment. I never do orange on my nails. And uh, I thought it looked more red. And then she put it on my nails. And I was wearing a black bikini for show day. I'm like, I'm going to look like uh, Halloween on stage. But that's okay. We had a black suit and orange nails. (laughs) That's a whole new look. Normally girls do like a pink or a nude or a French tip. And I'm like, I'm just going to do orange. I feel like a child. What is up guys? Hey Jen. Ah, this thing moved up. Not very good of technology. How do you slow down the cardio? I assume Don't stop it all at once. Do you adjust per week? Yeah, I would adjust it per week. I would bring it back by roughly 10 to 30% each week. Um, 
let's make it like easy though. If you're doing, let's say you're doing 300 minutes of cardio a week, the next week I would cut it down to 250 minutes for, for the week. And then maybe 200 minutes a week and then 150 minutes per week. I never think that you should completely eliminate cardio though. Um, keeping in like three, four sessions of 15, 20 minutes of moderate intensity isn't going to hurt your metabolism. Um, that's going to be good for your heart health and, um, good for even recovery. So I have no issue with a little bit of cardio staying in your plan. I will say though, the chronic long cardio sessions where you are just on the elliptical for an hour, two hours a day, which yes, in a prep I was on, I was doing cardio for like two, three hours a day. Sometimes your body will eventually just shut down and no longer respond. So slowly cut it down. Jenna asks, when reverse dieting, should you increase your protein or stick to carbs and fats, especially if they are low to begin with? Yeah. So I covered that a little bit earlier, Jen. You're late to the party. <laughs> um, focus primarily on carbohydrates and fats uh, with the assumption that your protein is at the level of 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. Um, any advice for future competitors? I'm 15 years old right now. And I'm planning on competing when I'm 19. Um, lift weights, lift compound movements, get a trainer to watch your form to make sure that you are performing properly with your lifting to avoid injury and to make sure that you're uh, utilizing the muscles you want to be working. You know, you don't want to be doing a deadlift and feeling it in like your quads instead of your hamstrings and glutes. Um, you want to make sure you're not hurting yourself and you want to make sure you're eating enough. So this is a time where this is the, the last thing you want to do right now is focus on fat loss. Stop that. Focus on putting on muscle. You can never have too much muscle for the stage. That's the thing you can. I don't, I hardly know of any bikini competitors where they're like, you have too much muscle. I like hardly ever hear that. So spend time growing. Um, if you, it depends on the division you want to compete in too. So if you want to compete in bikini, focus a lot on your hamstrings, your glutes, and your shoulders. Um, if you're wanting to do figure, you're going to focus a lot on your back. Um, biceps, you want a nice taper to your back too. So lots of lats movement, um, pulling down movements, pulling over movements, and um, a lot of emphasis on your quads too. So it just depends on the division you want to compete in. You're all good, Jen. Just ask how to know if your body likes higher fats or higher carbs. That is when you're going to have to keep tabs on yourself. Like for my, for example, like my clients, I have them track it with a log sheet and they not only track their macros, but they track how they're feeling. So I can look back at, you know, where their protocols are at and maybe their fats are a little bit higher and they're saying that their energy is kind of low and that their cravings are high. To me, that's a sign that your body might not enjoy that. And maybe even your mind might not enjoy those protocols. So then let's say the next week we do a little bit higher carbohydrates, a little bit lower fats. And they're like, oh my gosh, energy is great. I'm sleeping awesome. My bowel movements are great. Um, cravings are down. That That is all feedback to me as a coach that 
hey, these protocols are working for them. They're enjoying it and they're thriving. So you have to just keep tabs on yourself and ask yourself how you're feeling, Uh, not just look at the numbers on the scale or just how you're looking. It depends on the inside and the outside. Does anybody else have questions for me? If not, I am going to log on off for the day. Again, guys, if you missed today's live, this this episode will be up on Beyond the Bikini Radio. That is my podcast. I do have a podcast, so if you don't want to waste your phone battery and always have the lives that I do open on your phone, you can listen to me on Beyond the Bikini Radio. That is on iTunes, and it's also on the Anchor app. You can find the link in my Instagram bio that will lead you to my podcast as well. But I hope you all enjoyed today's topic. I love, I love reverse dieting because I think it kind of flips the whole idea that you have to constantly be losing fat and focus, focusing on doing as much cardio as possible and losing weight all the time. It's not always about that. Sometimes you have to do a reassessment of your goals and realize that, Hey, if I want to put on muscle, if I want to change my physique, I'm going to have to do something different and that's going to require me to get uncomfortable and that's okay. That's what reverse dieting does. It makes you a little uncomfortable, but the payback that you're going to get from that is going to be huge and your body will thank you for that too. Again, you can't chronically diet. It will kick you in the butt and if your body doesn't give up, your health is going to give up before then. Oh, that's awesome, Jess. Alrighty, guys. Uh, recommendations to grow your social media. I actually did a whole episode on that on Beyond the Bikini Radio talking about my five biggest tips on how to grow your Instagram. So I will be coming out with more content on that, um, talking about how to grow on social media and um, just how to go about your platform and actually serving people and helping people. It's not just about the numbers, though, guys. Like It's about legitimately helping people it doesn't matter how many followers have followers you have. It just matters um, what your impact is on people and helping people. Okay. So I hope you all have a wonderful Monday, a great start to your week, and I will see you in the next live. <laughs>